Postcard Podcast. We're so excited today to have Melissa Stickney on. She is a photographer based in Eugene. Hello, Hello. Melissa. <laughs> How's it going? <laughs> this is our first guest of the podcast. You are amazing. Wow. Thanks for having me. <laughs> Yeah. I'm so excited. Yeah. Um, how did you, you want to tell a little bit about how you and Melissa met? Okay. Well, <laughs> it's forever ago. She used to live here. Did you know that? Yeah, I knew that. Yeah. So yeah. she lived here and so she was my barista for a while. Um, and then, I didn't really meet you then though. Like, I, it was remember, really I, remember, I remember you having a really cool nose ring. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, you, you no, no one had Now mine's out. Mine's gone. Yeah, but like back in the day you had it and I was like, yeah, I definitely did. Edgy. Um, Big edge. Anyway, and then how did we like reconnect? I think I, it was I think it was like Coach Palooza because then. Oh, yes, yeah, so we both worked with Dutch Bros for a long time. Yeah. And we reconnected. Yeah, because I, I was with Aubrey uh-huh. and you and Aubrey were friends and then yes. I met you officially yeah. here. Yeah. I was like in 2016. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I think so. Or yeah. Because I know it was like the fall. I think no, it was the fall of 2016. Because it was like the leadership summit. Yeah, my days feel all mixed up. So if if you (laughs) we met there and then we were both kind of starting photography and so I think we just started following each other and like taking each other's work. And then you hit me up like 2018 was like second shoot with you, right? Uh, I think so. That sounds right. Portland. Second. Yeah. We second. Was, did we do the two weddings that weekend? Yeah, we did back to back. Which was fun. Yeah. Um, and then from then on, we just stayed close. And then Madison moved to Eugene. And so did I connect you guys? You did. Did you I just did. like group message you guys? Like, hey. Yeah. I don't, I don't really <laughs> remember than me. I think I need to write down all my thoughts because I think I just forget everything. So I'm like, oh, I'm like relearning how we all met. So yeah. It's okay. <laughs> no, I don't remember quite how it happened. I don't even remember how we first started hanging out. Like, when was it? Do you remember our first hangout? No. No. I feel like I've always just kind of known you, which is weird. So I don't remember like, oh, this is when I met her. Because I remember you came to that wreath thing that we were doing downtown. And that's where, that was like the time you but I met you before then so I don't really know it was sometime around then like sometime in the fall we probably just met up to edit or something and then and then yeah I ran into you at the reeds and then just got closer from there yeah. I loved going to Melissa she doesn't live in it anymore but she had this really cute loft yeah it was so cool I like when she would invite me over to edit with her I I'd probably produce my best photographs. Yeah, and she'd make you coffee. <laughs> Just the bony bear and all the vibes in the yeah. loft. vibes. I very much remember, like, you're, you, you would play, like, the best music on your TV. And then I remember one day it, like, stormed, like, sideways rain. And it was uh-huh. in the windows. I know, it's so magical. In our other house, well, the house we live in now, it doesn't have as many windows, so it's not as magical. <laughs> I feel like it has, like, a... Like some cool light though, your new house. Yeah. I mean, there's some windows going on here. We just have so many trees, so it's kind of, you know, more shape. Yeah. 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 Melissa's remodeling her home and it's gorgeous. Yeah, how far along so are you? Pretty. What's that? How far along are you on the remodel? 
Oh my. I feel like I can think of new things I want to do honestly every day. So I don't know if it's ever, ever really going to be done. Yeah. Um, but someone told me they're like, when you move into a new house, you probably won't feel like it's really coming together until you live in it for about five years. Whoa. I think that's so crazy. Cause you compare your life to all these people who are like 40 years old and have owned their home forever and they have all the furniture they need. Yeah. Um, so I think, yeah, just honing things, I think a little bit back and just like, okay, we just moved here and like, we still have a lot of things we want to do, but it's also really expensive. Um, furniture is insane. Oh my gosh. It's a couch. I'm like, mine has to be a thousand dollars. And I'm like, whoa, I, that's what I'm learning. My dad always told me anything you want to buy is at least a thousand dollars. I don't think I ever really knew that until I started doing home stuff. I'm like, wow, he was right. I know it's insane, but it's definitely good to just take your time, you know, like there's no rush. Yeah. Um, In my mind there, I feel like there's a rush only because I live here. So I'm like, oh, right. let me get this done right now. But you're so right. There really is no rush. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we're really excited to have you here today and to ask you questions about how you have developed your photography business and your art. We both really admire what you do and loved getting to even just talk about that beforehand yeah. and why we wanted you on the podcast. Um, not only are you a friend and just really easy to be around and talk to, and but I think we both really respect you as yeah. an artist and a photographer. Yeah. So we're super pumped. Big fans. Yes. Uh -huh. And we think that um, the people who listen will also really, really love to hear your story and yeah. just be encouraged by you. So um, we, yeah, first love to start out by hearing how you got into photography and um, yeah, just those beginning stories. Like if somebody, if one of your clients, which you get asked this all the time, how did you get into photography? What do you tell them? Yeah. Like what's your change? Yeah. Well, okay, so I think I want to preface this. When I worked at Dutch Bros, I feel like you get into a lot of different conversations with people, and I always remember asking people how they got into the work that they worked in, mm -hmm. and they're like, yeah, I just kind of stumbled into it, and I always thought that was super weird, because I think I was such a planner and had such a plan for my life um, that I thought I would have this perfect set up plan and do all the steps to get there. And I never thought I would stumble into a job. So I thought that was really interesting. Um, so I feel like, of course, that is what happened with photography. I always kind of, I don't know. I thought photography was just the coolest job. I thought it was so crazy that people got paid to capture moments for people. But I always thought that was so out of reach for me. And I was like totally not on like, just, I don't know, my mindset to pursue something like that. Um, but one of my friends, they were selling their camera because they were about to have a baby. And I had like no business buying a camera. I was like barely paying rent. I didn't know how to work a camera. So I decided to, I was like, I feel like I just should. I should just buy it. And I didn't even know what any of the numbers meant. I remember researching. I'm like, is this even a good camera? Like, I don't even know what any of the numbers mean. It was a Canon 40D. 40D. Whoa. I started out at a 60D. Yeah. Oh. Oh, no. Wait, no, I, I had a rebel. Sorry. Oh, okay. But I had no idea what the numbers meant. I was like, I think it's good. It was just also very confusing. So anyway, I bought it. It came with like a kit lens. Um, and I remember getting it. I thought it was so cool. I would like go outside and before work, I would like take photos of flowers. <laughs> I just loved that it could focus on things. I don't yeah. know why. I oh, totally. I like took a photo. I'm like, oh my gosh, 
<laughs> so I was just like so into that and obviously I think becoming a photographer gosh like six years ago is so different than doing it now yeah um Instagram wasn't super prevalent as far as like putting your photography and like your business on there goes mm-hmm. um so I didn't have a lot to compare to I just thought it was super cool totally <laughs> So that's how I started. I was just like taking photos of flowers and sidewalks. So when you got that camera, did you start right away or did you just like kind of photograph like personal things? And then like, when was like, what was the moment when you're like, no, like this is what I want to do. Um, so fast forward, like maybe a year and a half, my good friend, Grace Gatto, she still does wedding photography. Okay. And she was like, Melissa, you have such a good eye. Like you you should come with me to a proposal. And I was like, oh, wait, really? That would be so cool. So I just like went along with her. I think I brought my camera and took a couple photos and I remember posting it on Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> Why am I posting some random person's engagement on Facebook? Oh my gosh. I used to post full galleries on Facebook. Yeah. Oh my God, it wasn't even my client. So shout out Grace. Thanks for letting me post that. Um, but then I remember a ton of people commenting on it. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is so beautiful. I love the composition and all these words. I'm like, oh, thanks. <laughs> um, and at that time I was still working at Dutch Bros. I was actually managing. Um, so I didn't have a lot of time to invest in photography. I was pretty busy as it was. Um, but yeah, so I think the moment it clicked was, yeah, I think doing that with um, Grace and I thought it was so fun. I thought it was so cool. And I was just like mesmerized that she could get paid to do this for a living. Totally. Um, and fast forward, um, one of my friend's boyfriends was selling his equipment. Okay. It was like my dream setup. It was like a can or a 5D Mark three, cool. like two lenses, batteries, like literally everything that I would need for a really good price. Yeah. And again, I had no business to be buying a setup like this. <laughs> like, I, didn't know this. I like just like took out all my savings just to buy this setup for no good reason besides that I thought it was cool and I thought it'd be fun yeah. and I was like, oh like if I have better equipment like maybe I can learn more um so I sold my old camera I bought that new setup and I think that's where it started spiraling a little bit um I was like if I could just get a couple shoots and pay off this camera I'll like feel really good about it yeah. So I did a couple shoots. I asked a couple wedding photographers if I could um, shadow them. Yeah. And they were like so gracious to let me like come alongside and like second shoot for them. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of where I got my in as far as wedding photography go- like went. Yeah. Um, and then I moved to Oregon. Cool. Yeah. And then how was it moving from Colorado to Oregon? Like how was it starting to get clients? Like was there anything that you did or like kind of? How did you get established in Eugene? Yeah, well, my my thought was not to do photography in Eugene. Like that was never my heart. That was never something that I thought I could even do full time. Especially being new, I think it's really daunting and not having a name for yourself. Because I don't, I didn't have a lot of like portfolio stuff to show people or showcase. Um, so I remember that's when I was engaged. So me and my husband, but we were engaged. So my fiance, we went to this workshop and. We were just the models, like one of the couples that modeled for it. And it, I think it really, really clicked for me there because I didn't have a lot of confidence. I think I, I don't know. I think I just brushed myself aside because I didn't feel like I could do it full time. But then I saw all these photographers doing it and I was like, dang, like I could really do this. I just need to try. I think it's 
kind of scary putting yourself out there because then that gives yourself the opportunity to fail. Yeah. So I, think I was just kind of nervous. Yeah. And I just didn't want to be that person like, oh, she's now she's posting photos and I just think I was scared of what other people would have thought or I don't know. I just think I got in my head about it. Um, so yeah, I came back. I was like, okay, I'm just going to like discount 10 weddings and see what happens. <laughs> and I booked all those spots. I have no idea how, like, I think obviously the grace of God and just him being so gracious and, um, yeah, just like giving me an open door. I just thought that was so cool. Can I say something really quick? Sorry. I'm just like talking your ears off. I was working at a coffee shop in town. Right. I, um, I had a couple photo shoots on the side. I was like, okay, I need to probably apply for a different job. Like, I don't know what I want to do for the rest of my life. Yeah. What do I even pursue? So I remember applying for this like eye clinic job and it was really good. Like it had great benefits. It was really well paid. Yeah. And I remember getting the job and I like told my husband, I was like, oh, I like, I just don't know what to do. I feel like I need to like help provide for our family. Right. But I just, and I was just in a weird, really weird headspace as it was as far as moving somewhere different and not really knowing anybody. And I just felt it in me. I was like, I think I would totally die just working an eight to five every single day and not having any creative outlet. I thought that would just sound so sad. <laughs> I know a lot of people do it and a lot of people do it well, but at least for me, I just knew I needed some some creativity and not feeling like I'm in a box. Yeah. I were declining that job, but it felt kind of, for some reason, it felt kind of easy. Like, yeah. I feel like it should have felt really hard to decline a job like that because it was well paid and totally. we would have been in like a really good financial spot. But I think having an encouraging partner too, to be like, no, like you should pursue your dreams. Like, mm-hmm. like so- such a sweet opportunity for like you to go after that. Mm-hmm. I need to like provide for the next few months and like you get on your feet as far as doing something different. Then I feel like if I was listening to this podcast before we move on, I would want to know your love story. Oh yeah. You gotta, you gotta <laughs> tell just like actually the worst at telling this. I'm not a very detail oriented person as far as storytelling goes. So I feel like I'm doing a pretty good job. <laughs> so You're doing good. really good. These are things that I didn't know about you. Yeah, so, it's really special. To you. Um, our love story. Okay, well, I was living in Colorado. Sky, he was living in Eugene. Oh, how do I even tell this in like a short, compacted way? Um, <laughs> so, yeah, he was living in Eugene, and he met up with my good friend Allie because they both worked at different churches, and they were like partnering on some youth camp together. And so they just kind of wanted to get to know each other. And so I kind of came up in conversation, and he was like, "I keep asking about Allie, but she keeps talking about this random girl in Colorado," and he thought it was super weird. Yeah. And so then a couple of days later, I was a recommended person to follow on Instagram. He was like, oh, like a friend of Allie's is a friend of mine. So I'll just add her on Instagram. Thanks, Algorithm. Yeah, shout out to the Algorithm. <laughs> yeah, thank you. And so he added me on Instagram and I didn't really think anything of it. But then a few days later, Allie was like, oh, like did my friend Sky, like did he add you on Instagram? And I was like, oh, I don't know. Cause his name was kind of obscure. Okay. <laughs> 
Did you notice that he changed his Instagram name? What? Did you notice that he changed his Instagram name? <laughs> Praise. Um, okay, so I know, I know his name is Scott. Yeah, he always called him Andy. Like, oh, where's Andy? I was like, who's Andy? <laughs> who's Andy? And I don't know. I don't even know an Andy. Yeah, it was very funny. Um, I would randomly call him Andy, and then I'm just, I'm no, I'm no, his name not <laughs> But his name, because his last name's Stickney, it's Ann Stones, but it looked like Ann. I don't know, I just put me on see that. It was Andy. Anyway, there yeah, should anyway. Then he, he changed his name, so. <laughs> I told him it was kind of juvenile. He needed to change it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't remember. Oh yeah, so I didn't know it was him because his name was really weird. <laughs> so I added him back. I like went through. A, oh, and I was like, "Who does this guy even look like?" And then yeah. I just took the photo. And then he was like, "Oh, she like went back to my Instagram and liked one of my photos." So then he went back to my page, and that's when Instagram stories came out. Okay. And I have no idea why. Like it came upon me that I needed to tell a Harry Potter joke to the world. Like. So I literally just told a joke on there and then he screenshotted it and sent it to Allie. He's like, wait, like, tell me more, more about her. She's like, oh my gosh, I didn't even think about it, but you guys would be perfect. Uh, Harry Potter? What's that? He likes Harry Potter and you like Harry Potter? No, I think he just saw a picture of my face. And oh, like, oh, I like, like her. What's she about? Yeah. Um, so then what happened next? Oh yeah. He was trying to figure out like how to make contact and like what to do so he decided to write me a letter so I just got a letter in my door I was like well this is a really long first letter who is this person but I liked it it was like it was super not like super forward but intentional enough but there also was like a lot of freedom and space where I didn't feel like it was in a box like I hope you like me I hope this works out kind of thing yeah it was very non-assuming but also intentional at the same time and yeah, that's like initially how we met. Like that's, I don't know, is that enough detail? <laughs> yeah, no, I love that part of your guys' story. Honestly, that's, really that's what I wanted to get to. I think that's so sweet. Yeah. Oh, thanks. Yeah, that's so, oh, so cute. We love it. Um, well, I think one thing while we were talking that um, we've actually, I feel like, had a lot of people come to us with their own insecurities and that's given us a lot of inspiration for what to talk about on these podcasts is yeah. what are people struggling with and how can we help them get from um their struggle to to the other side yeah. um so we wanted to ask you what is an insecurity or just a struggle that you had in the middle of your photography business um that you had to overcome to get to where you are today um i know you mentioned a little bit about like just believing in yourself but um if you if you don't mind going a little deeper into that or you can take another route too yeah i don't know i mean i feel like every creative person and you don't have to even be in the creative industry but everyone has insecurities no matter who you are um so i think for me i think feeling like i had i don't know that i had to be a certain someone in order to make it in the industry i think not that the industry paints this perfect person of who's successful or not. 
Um, but I think I unintentionally did that with myself. Like, yeah. oh, I have to do these kind of weddings and I have to work with these type of people or I don't know. So I think drawing it back a little bit and just taking some time just for myself and just my art and just my creative process and just setting up shoots that were strictly just for my own creativity and just being able to express myself in different ways. Yeah. And I feel like that also kind of went into just finding my style and just finding out who I truly was. Um, because you look at Instagram photos like, wait, I like this style. I want to be like that. Or wait, I like this one. Like, I want to edit like that. And you can get really confused about who you are, like in the industry. Um, so I feel like that's something that I've overcome. Just like being okay with just like the way that I am and the way yeah. that I creatively process and the way that, I don't know, just the photos I'm delivering and the client interaction I have and just like being content with what I have. Oh, that's so good. I love that a lot. I yeah. That's really sweet. I, uh, I love that you mentioned um, like not feeling like you had to be working with certain people or yeah. I mean so much of what you mentioned are things that I know I've struggled with too. Like the, the fight to find your, find your style and find your consistency too. Um, when you did get over that, how did you, how did you settle? Like, yeah. like, I feel like your style is so consistent. Like even I was scrolling on your Instagram yesterday and I was like scrolling and scrolling and usually you can see kind of waves in people's style where yeah. they're like, oh, they kind of changed right here. Oh, they, they yeah. really developed a different look here. And scrolling back, I mean, I was to last year, like last spring, like probably spring 2019. And I was like, she's so consistent. And um, yeah, how did you just be like, this is it? This yeah. is where I'm at. Do you remember that moment or do you feel like? Oh, do I remember that moment? I think so last year, I feel like was actually a big year for me. 2018 was, or sorry, not 2018, 2019 was, I think as far as my style and like what I wanted. And yeah. I got like just so lucky. My, mm -hmm. my first two weddings of 2019 that were like the most inspirational. Yeah. I feel like my most creative self. I didn't feel like put in a box. That's so good. They just trusted me like 100%. There was no like shot list. There was no things that they wanted to have. They're like, we trust you. We trust your art. And uh -huh. we want you just to to express that and document it the way that you want to. Mm -hmm. So I think having clients that really trust you makes or breaks the ability to like be your best creative self. Um, so having two clients back to back that totally trusted my heart and my vision, it like totally show, it like showed up like in those galleries and in my work and like one of my most favorite portraits I've ever took in was last year at the wedding which sometimes is hard to accomplish, especially in a really rushed atmosphere as far as wedding yeah. days go. <laughs> like you don't have a lot of moments to get like the shot, you know what I mean? Or just like compose things. I mean, if it's just like a styled shoot, you have all day long to yeah. compose something really beautiful. Um, but I don't know, I feel like time almost slowed down because even though it was kind of a rushed day, time just totally slowed down and I feel like I was really able to think and I just felt really inspired in all of their colors and just the people were just so kind um but yeah so I feel like that is that was a different where, my, where it like really started was last year and I also found like a set of presets that just really worked for me as a base I think it's hard as a photographer 
I think presets can be almost a, um, what's the word I'm looking for? What's up? I was thinking, of, I, I, I don't know where you're going to I was like, cop out, like. Or like a shortcut. Or just like something that you fall back on all the time. Like, oh, I need this, or I can't be a good artist. Or so I think finding one that just really worked for me as a base and then building off of that. Because that's where I started using the one last year, and I just have consistently used that one. But I think it's hard because you see other photos, you're like, wait, I like really like that, so I want to use that preset, and then you waste so much money. Yeah. Doing your research and really finding what works for you, what speaks to you, and I mean, you also need to know what you're doing. So finding the right adjustment. So I think something as far as consistency goes, like making the same sort of adjustments on each photo that give your photo like that special that special touch like i'm a big dehazer of images mm -hmm. so hazing like that's just something that i do and no matter what type of lighting it is i always add it in there so i feel like that no matter what light like light you're shooting in you still have some sort of consistency so yeah. that's one thing and i think that's the thing that photographers want to find is like oh how do you shoot consistent in all lighting scenarios I just think that you have to have like those special tweaks on each lighting scenario to add some sort of, I don't know, glue that like glues all. Good word. Good word. Good, that's a good word, glue. Wow. Yeah. So yeah, that's really helpful. I love that a lot. Yeah. I completely agree. Mm -hmm. And I think I, I bet I can guess what photo you're talking about. <laughs> probably I feel like I posted a couple that is standing back to back and the girls holding yeah. boxes black backdrop yeah I remember like you editing that that yeah. just being so inspired I remember the words that you would share and say that like how much you valued having slowness in the wedding day so yeah I don't know there was just something about like how that photo was composed yeah it's like total trust from them like it wasn't just me you know what I mean like the clients totally have to trust you and yeah so i think that really contributed to like that that photo wow that's really special. yeah that's my favorite one still to this day <laughs> i love it too it's so pretty how have you uh so since you know you have those like you're like that's my client that's the kind of people i want to work with you obviously like as photographers we are here to serve anybody and everybody anyone but um do you feel like there's anything you have done to continue to um, draw in that type of client? Just the um, ones that like yeah. trust you and respect like your art in that like area of photography. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think showcasing things on your website to kind of give a little snippet of who you are to see if that those would be people that really resonate with your heart and just like your art and your process. Mm -hmm. And I think that people overlook like email like inquiries and like what that exchange looks like. And it's huge. Like you have to show your heart in like 10 seconds to like capture their attention and have them keep reading. So I think finding just a, not a strategy. I don't know if that even is the right word, but just finding a way that works for you as far as communicating with your clients to let them know who you are. I love jumping on FaceTime because I feel like it's a, a good way to have like a, in person but not in person yeah communication um, and i just think realizing what i'm good at and what i'm not good at like what i say i'm the best at editing like rustic barn weddings no 
Like I just know that about myself and like my editing style, I would have to change my editing style completely for it to look good. Mm -hmm. I think I'm just learning that about myself. It's like, I would much rather like, I don't know, recommend somebody else that does do that and does do it really well. Um, then to take that client on just for financial purposes. I don't, if I, if I can't, if I don't fully 100% feel like I can give them what they're asking for, yeah. if I don't feel like I can give them what they're asking for, then I just, I do, I feel like I'm like, I don't know, I'm doing them a disservice by taking them on. Yeah, absolutely. I had a friend who, um, we, we talked in the last episode a lot about how there's like such a status in the industry, like yeah. to be photographers of all things or in all places, like that's and I think that's really wonderful but we talked in the last episode like you don't if that's not you it's okay like nothing against rustic barn they're really beautiful I just know for myself I just am not the best at doing them um so it doesn't rather like give that business to somebody else who really is good at it yeah yeah that's exactly what she was saying she was like I just am not because she specifically was struggling with destination stuff she was like Hmm really like shooting destination weddings like yeah. it's hard for I'm not a big travel girl and she's yeah. like I would rather give that wedding to somebody who's like loves dying yeah. yeah loves to travel right. okay. um so like for you to be able to see that in yourself and she actually like shortly after she said that to me she got an inquiry for a wedding in Italy and she said no because she yeah. was no I think just be really true to yourself and yeah. I think we, I want to be a yes person I think that's hard to say no to someone yeah. um but I think when you honor yourself and your art and your work and you honor the person that you're talking to, mm-hmm. um, everyone's going to be happy all around. They're going to be happy that they chose someone who's really passionate and really just talented at editing something they feel really confident in. I would go into that wedding day feeling a little more hesitant because it's not something I'm great at. Mm-hmm. Which not that I'm not willing to do that, but I, I would want to practice on my own time, not on somebody else's dollar. Yeah, it's yeah. so true. That's yeah. good. Yeah, even yesterday, um, I'm setting up a photo session right now. Um, it's like pretty much an elopement. It's a style elopement, but it doesn't feel like that because it's just me. Yeah, I'm just exactly. doing and I'm not yeah. doing trades or anything. I'm just getting yeah. the things that I want and trying to help people vision their day, you know? Mm-hmm. And um, anyway, while I was doing that, I reached out to the floral designer that I want. And at the end of her email, she basically was like, kind of like if if this is not what you want like this is who I am this is how I how I should this is not what you want I would love to pass you on to somebody who really fit what yeah. you, other than me sending her like everything that I want and then her having to compromise her own style but yet like all that to say she is what I want yeah. like I'm probably not going to give her any direction and just let her do it I think that's huge like vendor relationships is so big yeah. I really knew that until like this last year um, and the year that we're in now. Um, finding people that you work really t- like well together and like their style and just the way that they work and just the art that they're also producing. Like I'm specifically talking about florists or even like wedding planners. Um, just finding people that have similar style that you can recommend. Like, oh, I really love this gal, like she's so easy to work with and we worked together before and it goes smooth. Like having someone that you can work really well together with 
like mm-hmm. it just your day goes so seamless we don't have to communicate because we've done this before and we just know each other so, yeah. so I, I can rely on you and you can rely on me and it's just this like really beautiful dance going on so do you um when you work with vendors at weddings do you give them the photos or like what's your process do you just send them yeah, I, I mean i try to i always ask in my little um questionnaire that I sent out to my couples, I always ask who their vendors are so I can give them credit or I can send them a gallery afterwards. So I try to do my best to reach out. I'm sure there are times where I have forgotten. I'm only one person. Like I don't have a lot of, like, I don't have any people that work for me. So it's just me. I feel like it's almost easier at least for me um, to like, I'll give them my info and I'm like, you can reach out when you want the photo. Like all I have to do is copy the link and send it to them. I don't have to remember who they are. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, I mean, no, that sounds really good. <laughs> yeah, no, that totally makes sense. But there's a lot that you're thinking about. Like you're thinking about the couple, and so no, yeah, that's super good. No, I feel that too. Yeah. I, I have like so many times I get a random email from like a like a vendor, and I'm like, I'm like, I'm so sorry. Yeah. They're like, can I get that uh, gallery you delivered a year ago? I was like, oh yeah, no problem. <laughs> a year ago. Yeah, so you know, I tried my best. So I, that's why I added that on there, just so I could have all their vendors, so I'm not missing all these pieces. So that has helped me a lot as far as being organized. Yeah, well, and that's good because, like, when you give that to them, they're going to share all that stuff. And yeah. Yeah. We also do get something out of it. Like, it's not just, like, I hear a lot of people kind of complain about that aspect, but I'm like, but all you have, all you have to do is send the link, and then they're going to tag you, and it's great. Yeah exposure like it like you reach so many more people like let's say you have five vendors like let's say your reach is only a thousand people then they have a thousand then all of a sudden you're reaching 20 wow. 20 people yeah. so so true it's a big wet networking thing yeah yeah, yeah. lately i've been tagging i think also this is a fun little tip that oh, is yeah. not that big i've been tagging my clients in like every single thing that i post like for stories especially. oh yeah yeah and then they repost it to their stories and yeah like, i'm posting for you and yeah. I'm posting. Yeah, I know, it's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I feel like Instagram story right now and where it's at, like, yes. when getting stuff. Like, DMs are hard. Like, they are hard to keep track of. But I, and I think I, it, like, goes in ways with how much I like DMs and how much I hate them. Uh-huh. I'm going to ask you. So, as far as, I think my DMs have never really gone out of control. Like, I, if somebody really wants to inquire me through DMs, yeah. That's fine. I don't really care. But I think it's so interesting. Like, do people actually get so backed up where they can't reply? Okay. So, and I think, do you, do you do other things besides weddings or are you strictly right now just couples? No, I I mean, I do weddings. Sometimes I do families, um, engagements, probably engagements in the, like weddings are the most and then families ever so often. And then some seniors I do. I don't really market for seniors, just like word of mouth as far as that goes. Um, but I'm mostly passionate about like engagements or portrait style shoots or, well, for me, it's like, it's uh, all like everything, everything, it's seniors and families and like maternity. Like that's where, and like, I mean, cause I meet a lot of people initially on Instagram and like, I think a smart thing to do. And like a lot of, I think photographers have recommended before is to have like a copy and paste message of like, here's my link to like the inquiry form. Oh, totally. And then, and then it's like you just cut off the communication in the DM. Right. 
Um, and I think sometimes it's hard because like I'll have a conversation with them, like they'll reply to a story that they like this photo and then like, oh hey, like can we set something up? And then it's like a conversation and like so uh -huh. for me that's where it all starts to get really backed up is like the conversations and then them turning into like potential clients who are like, oh, I don't want to lose them. So like I have to give them information, you know. And so but I think that's just I mean, I right now, mm -hmm. I mean in Bonacci, like I'm doing a lot of random stuff. <laughs> no, totally. Yeah, that makes sense. It just comes in waves, but I think I'm just remembering right now, like the place right now to go to get bookings, I feel like is Instagram story because yeah. everyone's watching them and all they have to do is hit respond. Yeah. Like that's all, like, it's so easy. Like, I think we all prefer the form because we get all this information, but at least get leads through the DM because it's so instant. And a yeah. lot of people like waiting. I think that's the other thing too, that makes it really hard being a photographer as far as like getting inquiries. Yeah. Like, let's say they've reached out to five people and Sunday's my day off and they inquire on a Sunday and I don't reply immediately. Like odds are they probably already talking to another photographer and that inquiry is gone. Like, so I think that's really tough. We live in a really instant world, but I think also having boundaries just for yourself and your mental health and just for your business and just trusting that you're going to get the right people. It gives me a lot less anxiety about it. Just trust the process. Like having that balance of like, and I think seasons too, like there are definitely seasons where I'm way more in tune with my email and my DMs. Yeah, definitely. But so then there's times where you're booked out and you're like, well, man, I'll just wait yeah. out of these yeah. for like a while. Yeah. I don't oh know. My gosh, like, yeah. It just, it's, it's all waves, I think. With definitely. Especially like the slow season, like, I don't know, like winter time when you're like trying to gear up and get your calendar all set up for the next year. Um, that's when I'm really good at responding, but it's really tough when you're editing every day, you're shooting every other day, and then any downtime you have, you're responding to emails. So, oh, totally. yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy times. Well, Melissa, we loved having you yes. and loved hearing your wisdom. Yeah. Thanks for having me. This is so fun. Yeah. You're so wonderful and so good yeah. at what you do. And I think that, too, I just want people, obviously, like we all have different reaches, which is really fun, I think. Mm -hmm. um, even though we have so many overlaps, like even Melissa, you went to the PC for a little bit. That's a fun I little know. Yeah. Um, I know that. And I think a lot of my clientele comes from WSU and, yeah. and like just this, the spider web of that. Yeah. And then for you, obviously, just like being like so local, yeah. I feel like that's your vibe. Yeah. And then yeah. um, Melissa, obviously, you're just. I don't know what, uh, where I'm sometimes. <laughs> like, What's that? You've lived in a few different places too, which I feel like. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. I feel like my clientele isn't really, and that's something I was working on too. I just wanted stability as far yeah. as like where I was getting my clients from. Yeah. Um, so even like changing my Instagram handle to like traveling wedding photographer. And just by doing that, I got three out of state weddings this last year. Wow. Um, so I think just marketing, like it's so weird because we know that we will travel to go to weddings, but if people don't blatantly see that, they think that you don't. Yeah. So I think that's really interesting. So I'm trying to hone in on doing like doing more intimate weddings and doing more elopements. So that's kind of my goal. Uh, yeah. I think just like, I, I'm so happy people got to hear your story too yeah. and just get to know you because like genuinely. I think all of us are happy with where we're at. And so it's, it's so easy to be able to just support another photographer and say, Hey guys, you should find a photographer that's right for you. So you might like Rachel and I, but like, Melissa's awesome. And we're really, <laughs> great. 
for you. So I hope that yeah. I hope that people get and just having another perspective too. Yeah. Like with guests, uh -huh. we're just wanting to get a third perspective. And yeah. you know, like you said, like people do like listening to us, but I think it's so good to have people, other people on to <laughs> share their insight and we learned so much from you today too. So it's like it's yeah. great. Thank you. Are you? This is so sweet. <laughs> Probably. Well, this is the best. Oh, <laughs> well, um, we'll close out like we do. Yeah. And I do every single time. <laughs> I don't know who I'm doing. I, I asked you, okay. Melissa, who you're doing, as if I knew who I'm doing. About, We're going to do front page features. I actually do know now. Okay, I'm okay. You go. You go. Okay. I don't, you might know her. I, I don't know. <laughs> I just found this girl. And I really love her vibe. She's a photographer, which we try to balance. We don't always just shout out photographers. Like, we like to bring shout out other people. But I found a photographer that I've really been liking. Her name is, um, and I don't know her, I don't know her, her last name. Like, I don't know if I'm pronouncing it right. Um, Liz Rudman. Oh, yeah. Rudman. Yeah, you know her? Yes. Yeah, well, yeah, I, I know well, I know her, yes. Like, from Instagram, or do you, like, know her, know her? I mean, I, I've been on, like, a FaceTime Zoom. Oh with her before um but i've never met her in person yeah. i just have been really like loving her work but also just her instagram presence like you can tell that she's just intentional with just yeah. markets and the way she plans out her instagram with like just cool fonts like it's just super eye-catching and i think especially now that there are so many instagrams in the world like you yeah. need to have something that keeps people on your page longer than five seconds and i think totally yes is like just the way that she it all is right there and you just learn so much about her just by clicking so i think that's super cool so she's who i want to shout out um what about you melissa okay so i'd love to shout out my friend kara she is literally the nicest person i've ever met yeah because didn't you just go and visit her or yeah, I'm actually going out there again this weekend to like finish our mentor shoot. Cool. Um, but she is just so, she just like blows my mind because she's so humble and you meet her. And I was like so scared because I just yeah. thought she was super intimidating yeah. um, because she's just so talented. But she is just so like low key, cool. but has a really good perspective and view. And her colors are just so unique and so yeah. interesting. Yeah. Like I could scroll on her page. I'm like, whoa, like, how did you set that up? Like, what was your mind thinking when you composed? It just is all about moving slow and thoughtfully composing, which scares the heck out of me, wow. especially shoot with couples. Right. Um, but so she, she inspires me a lot to just like move slower, think through things. Don't just do the same thing you always do. Um, and just compose and create something really beautiful. So I would recommend following her. Her Instagram is just Kara Mia. Perfect. You'll so we'll link her in. I follow her. And yeah, she's amazing. Her photos she posted the other day where they're like pointing and they're in the water. I was like, what is like who? What is yeah. going on? I don't know. Her yeah. mind is just somewhere else, and I'm really about it. Oh, yes. I love it. Oh, so good. Um, yeah, honestly, I just went to my saved text, which is where I just keep on. Yeah. yeah. And I found. Um, I follow her. Okay. <laughs> her name's Kara Kierstead. Okay. Um, spelled K-I-E-R Stead, S-T-E-A-D. Um, that's her last name. But her photos, my Ooh. gosh, are super moody. And right now, um, I love that you talked so much about, like, how difficult it is to narrow in your style. Right now, I feel like I've found, like, my safe style, but I'm trying to, like, push it um, to, like, what I really am. Yeah. 
and it's been difficult. But um, anyway, the way that she, there's something about her photos that I'm really loving. And so I would recommend following her. She also sings and she's just got so much art on here. Like it's not just um, photos, there's videos, there's her singing, there's poems, there's just little excerpts. Like she's got that Instagram that you just Goodbye. look at and you're like, yep. I love it and cool. yeah, hopefully can can learn from her. Okay. Well, thank you so much. We appreciate your time. Your yes. love you. Are you off to Utah today? No, I'm driving up to Seattle. Aww. So I'm going to your guys' state. Watch out. Drive safe. Drive safe. What are you headed up for? Thanks. I'm just visiting a friend and then just driving back tomorrow. So nothing super crazy. Cool. Well, awesome. we'll talk to you soon. We love have you. Have a good day. Follow Melissa. She's the best. Love you guys.